Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm one of the pastors at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Now, this video drops on a Wednesday and it's kind of a middle-of-the-week check-in. And so as this middle-of-the-week check-in podcast and video comes out, I want to remind you that the year is beginning to come to a close. And so I'm in the beginning stages of, of looking at next year and what I'm going to do. And so I want to encourage you to write in, to, to comment on this, to reach out to me if you know how through social media or email or text. And, uh, and let me know what you're thinking for this next year that would be helpful for you as we think about this next year in Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Now that said, let's begin to look at our text for the day. We are in 2 Timothy, still chapter 1, picking up in verses 6 and 7, which is a wonderful text that reminds us of what guides us as a believer and helps us to not be those who are afraid as we live in a world that is full of fears. I mean, as this video is being filmed, listen, there, there is fear among fear upon fear in our world today. Look, we have, we have war in the Middle East. We have war in Eastern Europe. There is all sorts of conversations about World War III and, and worries about what's going to happen. Yet, we don't give to give into fear. We should not give into fear. Maybe you're in a church where it seems like uh, it's hard to see people come to faith and, and you're wondering about the, the impact of your church and your imp- the impact of the gospel. And we might start to be afraid. What if the, what if the culture is going to uh, overcome and, and what if the church fails? Look, we don't give in to fear. Rather, we have no reason to fear because of the spirit that has been given to us. Look with me at the text today. We are in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. Paul, just speaking of Timothy and the heritage of faith that Timothy has and the heritage of faith that Paul has in his ancestors, he says, For this reason, I remind you to fan, or fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Now, Paul is speaking about a specific moment interacting with Timothy when Paul laid hands upon Timothy. And in that early, the New Testament age, when the, the word of God was being confirmed as it was being revealed and it was being confirmed with spectacular giftings, in that moment, Paul laying his hands upon Timothy, Timothy received some sort of spiritual gifting. And the spiritual gifting that Timothy received, likely what we see was a gifting of evangelism and maybe leadership and preaching even. And we know that Paul, in this moment, when Timothy received these giftings, this was a significant moment in Timothy's life. This is a significant moment in a believer's life today because we now know that when a believer, when we trust in Christ... We receive the Spirit of God. We are sealed with the Spirit. The moment we hear the word of truth and believe the gospel of our salvation, as Ephesians chapter 1.13 says. So this is the reality. Timothy has received the Spirit, and believers today have received the Spirit. And this Spirit that we've received, Paul says in verse 7, is not a spirit of fear, 
We're not to be those who are full of timidity and worry. We're not to be those who are anxious all the time about, is this the end of the world? There's war in the Middle East and war in Europe. We should not be worried that this is the end of the world. Just like when, when COVID hit, we should not be worried that this was the end of the world. Rather, we have a faith in a sovereign God who has saved us through his son, Jesus Christ, and has sealed us with his spirit that now dwells in us. And because of this sovereign God and this savior Christ and the spirit dwelling in us, we now know that we don't walk in fear, but rather, look at the text, we walk in power, love, and self-control. I love this triad of descriptions. First of all, power means that we have the ability to do what he has called us to do. And then we have this, this spirit of love, which means we have the ability, we have the motive to do what God's called us to do with the heart, the love of God toward the church and toward those who he would like to see saved. And then we have self-control, which means we're not freaking out. We're not, we're not given to, to emotional over, being emotionally overwhelmed or unhinged. Rather, we are steady. We are sober-minded. We are trusting in the Lord. We are doing what he calls us to do, which is love, and doing it by his power. This is a beautiful picture of ministry in the world we live in today. When the whole world is freaking out, when everyone is anxious and everyone is full of fear, brother or sister, you and I, we look at Christ, the Savior. We look at God, the Father, the sovereign creator and sustainer. We look at the spirit that has sealed us and we are full of power, love, and self-control. I would like this ancient way for our modern day to be very practical for you right now. Let me ask you, where are you living in fear? Where are you allowing the fear of the world, the fear of the enemy to encroach upon your heart and begin to rule your life with worry and anxiousness? If that's you, can I just remind you to turn toward Christ? Can I just remind you of the spirit you have been given is of power, love, and self-control. Where, where is your life characterized by a, a weakness that is not dependent upon the Lord? Let me ask you to turn back to Christ and trust in his strength and power. Let me ask you, where are you unloving toward the world, toward your enemies, toward those who have upset you? Let me ask you in this moment to repent and turn back toward Christ to love those around you. And let me ask you, where are you lacking self-control? Where are you unhinged in your fear, in your anxiousness? Where are you giving into to maybe temptation in your lack of self-control? And, and what does it look like for you to turn back toward Christ and to honor him with your days walking in a sober-minded, self-controlled, walking in the spirit of love and power? I want to ask you, as this video comes to a close, take some time, read through this text, maybe even commit verse 7 to memory, and allow your life to be ruled by the Spirit of God, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control.